Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. Hello and welcome everyone to the Published Author Podcast. I'm Ellen Watts, I'm your host for today and I am also the owner of Butterfly House Publishing and the leader of the Passion to Published project. Ah, so excited today because we have Kelly Bubbles in the room with us and uh, she is from across the pond. I'll let her tell you more about that in a sec. Um, In fact, I think, Kelly, you are our first international um, author to be published. So, well, I say to be published. The reason we're so excited is it's like this close, isn't it? We are weeks (laughs) if not days away. We'll find out the actual launch date in a second. But this is Kelly's first book and it's called, this is going to be backwards on your screen, but it's Leaving the Darkness, A Proven and Practical Burnout Guide. Something that is super, super needed and I can't wait to hear more about it. So welcome to the room, Kelly. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited about the launch. I'm excited about the message and um, I'm, I'm passionate about the message. Brilliant. And that's where we're going to start, because I think before we start talking about your journey as an author, I'd love to hear more about your journey to deciding to write this book. What, What's your big why? Why did you decide to write a book on burnout recovery? Right. And, and like anything that's kind of transformational, it was an ugly event that happened. And uh, after many years of being a high performer, and I'm, I'm a millennial, so you just keep trucking on. And that's kind of how you're brought up. And you're kind of in the middle of two generations of workers. And so you just work your way up the ladder. That's That's what we've been taught to do. Well, within that, and even being in the HR field, there's little to no training on how to cope with everything, uh, becoming a parent, having young kids, working your way up the ladder, long work hours, challenging work environment, and then COVID hit. And what I realized is over that time, I had many symptoms of burnout, but it was all misdiagnosed within the modern medical system. So upon my physical cra- crash of burnout, I actually got hooked up with holistic health because I couldn't find any resolution. I was I was pretty much 105 pounds, no longer digesting. I had Every symptom in the book, uh, seven diagnoses that were misdiagnosed, many prescriptions, and nothing was coming to resolution. So by the time I got hooked up to the holistic health industry, they basically said I'm about two months away from a heart attack at age 35. Wow. And I thought to myself, how did I get here? How come there's not more information? And then they said, you're in severe burnout. And I said, you mean that stress word? You know, like we're all just stressed. That's just the way of life. And I always thought that I was so resilient. But what I didn't realize is burnout is actually a chronic condition in which it can kill you both mentally and physically. And so I started seeking information. And the information out there is widespread. It's controversial. And there's about 55 years of research between psychologists and physiologists. But again, how do I apply that? as a busy working mom of three little kids? How do I apply that as I still work my job? How do I apply that when social norms say you need to work and that is your value and self-worth? Especially in America, it's go, 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 make lots of money, have lots of things. I couldn't believe 
the lack of support. So I went on a journey as my tenacious attitude, and I went on a research journey that took me in seven different directions, all these different research books, and I realized this was not easy. Not everyone's going to be able to do this. And certainly, I'm not different than other people. I didn't have lots of money. I didn't have any support. And I just realized how many people will go through this over and over again. I realized that my my young kids will go through this if someone doesn't correct it. So... I started my business in leadership development, which I was experienced in, and more people were contacting me about how healthy I looked and how did I do that? Because I basically looked like death prior to that. And they were contacting me for burnout prevention and burnout recovery tools. And I realized, do I know more at this point to teach others? And I did. And July of 2021, was my first burnout workshop and half of the workforce that I was training on burnout prevention and they were completely isolated the previous two years. Um, They were disconnected from their workforce community. They're really struggling. They were turning off their webcams and I'm like, wow, I'm blowing this. Like, this is not a topic I should be talking on. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a physiologist. I should not be talking on it. So the session ended and I got an email from the manager and she said, that is the best training we've had in years that was so practical that we will be, they they literally turned off their email correspondence after five o'clock, everything changed in their workforce to start supporting burnout prevention, to start getting their workforce back to thriving and living. And I realized that message isn't heard and it's fluffed and it doesn't address the elephant in the room with our, our current medical system. So I started training on burnout. I started taking all my recovery journey and research and putting it into workshop material and content, and it blew up. I could not believe that regardless of the contributors of burnout, everyone's journey is different. Some are short, some are long, some are traumatic, some are trauma responses from the past. And it it just dove into this huge world. So after multiple people said, you should write a book about your journey and all these tools, you should write a book about your journey tools. I said, I'm an in-person dynamic trainer. I am very animated. I I cannot write for the life of me. And um, after enough people kind of suggested it, one person said, what if you save someone? And so I took the plunge and me and Ellen got connected um, through a friend of a friend. And I believe in her, her publisher mission as well to take these transformational journeys and, and kind of leave your mark on this world. And I started to write. Excellent. Oh my goodness. I, I, I just, I couldn't stop you there because that was just such a flow. And it's so lovely to hear it all in one thing. Of course, I knew that because I've read the book. Um, and I love that story about when you first did it in corporate and they all turn their cameras off. And I remember when I read that, I went, oh, no, no, this is awful. Uh, and then you shared afterwards that the reason they turn their cameras off is because some of them were actually moved to tears because of they recognised what you were teaching was happening with them. Um, and they were going through that. And that's why they were turning their cameras off. Um, and that was a real realisation because you thought you it had all gone horribly wrong. And actually, it was the best uh, response that you ever could have had and I didn't realize that that was the beginning point really of that starting that journey for you to know this was what you were here to do so brilliant and it wasn't that long was it between having that and deciding to write the book this is all this is all really happening right now for you so this is all very um, current relevant material that you've written in the book 
Um, I'm curious there, you said, and I absolutely get this because I'm the same, we deliver training, we do a lot of talking, and the idea of actually locking ourselves away in a room to write is actually daunting. So, but you did it and you did it well. So how did you, you know, thinking of our authors listening in now, how did you dig in and find the space to write with three small children and right. work that you were doing? Well, one one thing was the prep work. So um, it was suggested um, not only by Ellen, but other authors that I need to talk to some other authors that have taken their personal journey and wrote, written books because it is different than just a research book or a book full of data, which is the burnout books that are available in the industry. It seemed like it was all written by doctors that don't really truly understand what it's like to be in the, the pit of despair and the darkness and trying to not only juggle, life continues on, right? We don't get a break. We don't get the week-long retreats. So how do you, how do you mix this transformational journey in with also existing in the real world? And the thing that really helped with that prep work is talking to other authors. And the biggest tip I took away from that is creating a safe space that you do not need to talk about everything. And I know my beta readers did say there is a few things missing in it that they can tell there are gaps in my story. And it's intentional. It is intentional because those relationships are not yet mended. It's intentional because it's too painful to talk about and train. You have to remember my most traumatic life event so far in my life, I teach about and I have to bring up, you know, in every workshop. And now I'm putting in writing on an international space for the world to see. So I think the hardest part was getting over that fear and realizing that there are other people that have been there. There are other people that will be there. And and the effect and my, my impact on this world is going to be that message. So creating parameters and safe spaces was the biggest tip I had from other authors that I suggest to other people. And then it was a little bit easier to write, to know that I don't have to disclose everything and it's okay because it still gets the message across and the tips and tools. The other um, tip that I got from them that I practiced was having dedicated time. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a journal and it's ugly and you don't want to do it. And your body constantly says, I should just go do this and I should just work on marketing or I should go do my laundry. It is going to kick you out because your ego saying, uh, we're going to have to look internally and do some mirror image work in this writing. And I don't want to do that. So creating a space that says on two hours, every day or every other day that I'm going to do this because this message needs to be heard because I was there is really important to have that why in front of you constantly to keep moving forward. Now, when we went through the draft, me and Ellen, I was in a better place in my healing transformation and you reread it and you're like, yuck, that was it. But some of it needs to stay. Some of it needs to be heard and you need to see this transformation as a reader to know, wow, She's going through the same thing I am, or it's not picture perfect because I don't want to be, I don't want you to see the end mm -hmm. chapter. I want you to see what was in the beginning, what was in the middle. And so um, the tips from the other authors is probably the most impactful thing that you can do getting into a book, especially when it's a personal journey and um, everyone's had a story and some of them have been traumatic. Some of them just have been a great message. And I think that networking with other authors really helped me get started, especially just being a reader and never writing before. Super. I love that. Um, you know, and we often talk about having a definite um, time 
or a definite, you know, breaking it down into two hour chunks to get it done. But I love that idea about having a safe space, maybe having a sacred space that is, you know, your place to write, but also that that space that you create mentally. And I love that um, that affirmation that you don't have to share everything. So many authors are, you know, their story is part of their, 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 their writing a book to help others, but to be the expert in that they have gone through a journey themselves in, in very many different fields. And sometimes there is a feeling that you have to write every single word of what happened. And you're absolutely right. You, you don't. You know, there are some things that you're still going through and you don't have to be completely finished, the finished product, before you can start sharing and write the book. Because that's a little trick in itself. If, we, if we're constantly waiting to be perfect, the book will never get written. It's a snapshot of where you are now. And I remember when I finished my own book, almost immediately I finished it and got it out there, I learned so much more. And then you go, oh, no, that's fine. Write another book. Yeah, you, you, there has to be a bit where you draw the line and go, this is how much I know right now and I can share it. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And because I'm I'm continually training, uh, I hear new stories and I learn about new tools and I'm, I'm always open to feedback on, on what's working and what's not. So it's completely evolving week to week. Ooh. And so eventually you have to say, this is good. And now I start making notes on book two. The next time. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but talking about sharing where you are now and practical tools, and I know that how much how important it was to you that this was a practical guide, having waded through all of the, the sort of medical and clinical uh, stuff, which is just not that helpful. Um, so I, I wonder, as people are listening to this, there may be many people that are going, I suspect I might be somewhere on the scale of burnout. Is there something from the book, a, a nice tip, something that you can just share with us right now, something practical that people can do to start their journey to recovery. Yep, and one of my favorite tools within the book is it's self-growth. Kind of take on what are we absorbing every day? And, and this worksheet is free out on my website and I'll give you the website in just a little bit here. But what I found is our environment shapes us. What you're around, you become. It's kind of like that old, old quote where show me your friends and I know already who you are. And I found that our environment, especially being out in social media, forms subconsciously our actions. And 95% of your actions are driven by your subconscious. So you don't even know you're doing it. So if I'm, I was on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and I was on it on a personal and business capacity. And I realized what I saw was my friends. What I saw was whatever they posted and I responded accordingly. So my self-worth and how I judged my life was based on what they posted. That doesn't serve us, does it? One, it keeps you where you are today. It makes you think that everyone else has their stuff together, which I will tell you from working with thousands of people, no one has their stuff together. We all just are faking it till we make it. So what I did is I got off certain platforms that weren't serving me. I transformed the platforms I was on and the things that I was absorbing every day to where I want to go. And I call it the three P's. So the three P's are people to follow. Where do you want to go? Where, 
where you want to go is where you follow. So for example, I really wanted to get back into backpacking. I really love hiking. We are, we are an outdoor family, but in our society and American culture, it doesn't really support that. So I started following outdoor families. I started following backpackers and they post really great tips and tricks and very practical things that says, I can do this. I can do that. And guess what? It took only a couple months of following those type of accounts. And we were outside all the time. We were, um, planning hiking trips and going to nature preserves. And it just seemed like a normal part of life because that's what everyone on my phone was doing. And uh, I, I booked my first backpack trip after 15 years um, being a working mom of three, right? I don't have any time. I don't, I what where are the kids going to go? Those type of things. And I, I, I booked my first backpack trip because I was following all these backpack backpackers and they were going every weekend or every other weekend. And so it seemed almost abnormal to me that I wasn't backpacking. And I went on a trip and I was on a high for like seven, eight weeks after. And I met some impactful people that are just good friends now, good people to be around, completely energizing trip. And it, it barely cost me anything. Uh, it real it made me realize my body is way stronger than I thought, especially after a physical crash. So I wouldn't have done that without being surrounded on social media with backpackers and out outdoor people. Same with if you want to eat healthy, start following healthy accounts, practical ones, and you will realize it's easier than you think. Instead of following maybe your friends and family that are constantly posting, you know, that they're out drinking or they're um, new it, fattening and um, inflammated dips and going out to restaurants all the time. And you're like, yeah, I should go out, out to restaurants more or should you be stepping into your best self? So it made it a little easier. So people to follow. The second one is podcasts. I was never actually a listener of podcasts, but I had to commute really far places for training or commuting to work. And I realized I do have time. And sometimes on low energy days, I'll listen to music. And on high energy days, I'll listen to podcasts. And that was a huge impact. And on that worksheet on my website, I have some suggested podcasters that will be uplifting create hope, get you out of that helplessness. And one of them is a uh, weekly motivation by Ben Lionel Scott. And it takes motivational speakers and just puts it into like three minute episodes and it will just rock your world. It will realize these challenges that we face are transforming you. These challenges that we face are lessons to help us move up so we can take it and step into it, or we can sit in this pit of despair. So some great podcast suggestions on that worksheet. And then the last one is pictures. And I consider pictures anything that is words or pictures. So are you creating a vision board? Are you reading books into what you want to step into? I have a hard time internalizing emotions. When something is difficult or people are difficult, I just take it all in. I suck it up and I work in HR. So you spit out a politically correct statement instead of what you really want to say. And um, over time, that internalizes and creates this poison inside your body that becomes this chronic stress. So I had to read a lot of books about, you know, how do we process these emotions? How do you release it? How do you respond that's still proactive and constructive with being polite and nice? And you wake up after reading one chapter, what is that 10, 10, 15 pages, you wake up in the morning, and you feel different. But then something happens, something difficult happens in the day, and you respond differently. And you realize, wow, I'm that much further than I was yesterday. Wow, my subconscious work is is it's happening. So it's an easy worksheet. I put a bunch of suggestions on the worksheet for you to get you started. But basically, it's podcasts, pictures, and people. And so use social norms in your environment 
to step into your best self. That worksheet's on my website, which is kbtrainingconnections.com. It's free. I give some suggestions and it also has a weekly reflection journal to kind of get you started to say like, yes, I did listen to that podcast or oops, I didn't listen to any podcast this week. So next week I'm going to listen to this episode and it kind of keeps you accountable. Fantastic. I absolutely love that. I love one because I love things all starting with the same letter. I like to do that a lot myself with the training. So that just makes me go, oh, lovely. And it's so memorable then. You've got your people, podcasts and pictures. I love that. Um, but you're absolutely right. I'm uh, doing a lot of work with habit forming um, and behavioural change at the moment. And environment is such, such a big thing. And it, because it is so automatic almost, we don't even realise what an impact it's having on us. Um, and we just have habitual ways of responding to that environment. But when we switch the environment, the behavioral changes. It's it's brilliant. I just absolutely love the way you explained it there. Fantastic. All right. So I'm going to come back now um, for the writing side of things. And your book is almost ready to push the button. So tell us a little bit about when it's going to be out, where people can get it, and what your plans are for the launch. I know you've got a few things, exciting things up your sleeve. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be launching December 16th. And I'm pretty excited that we actually stayed on time with the timeline because we had some changes that happened in the last probably month. And one of the biggest changes was the title. I mean, how traumatic was that we the title used to be mending broken armor and it's because when we're in burnout or a majority of people i work out with in burnout serve others so your knights in shining armor they're high performers they're caregivers they're people in the nonprofit industry or or the people in the communities holding up our communities working with our communities and i realize that that message isn't served to everyone that deserves this message. And there are people that feel like they need to stay in this high performance and caregiver type of role. And, and that's what they're measured on. And, and what I realized is it's not about the armor where we are, we wear and, and mending it. It's about this place that we're in, in this pit of despair and leaving it, that, that life is so important to us and our actions serve to others are so important for this world that we need to step back into the light. And that's, that's the important message that I want to get through. So we changed it from many broken armor to leaving the darkness. And part of that actually was prompted by the artwork that was commissioned for the front cover. And it said it all and the colors that shine through and the light at the end of the tunnel. And it, it can really go to not only people in burnout, but people that are just in that dark place, whether it's grief or trauma or things are just not going your way lately. All these tools can be applied to that. And so we had a little drawback on the title, but I am so happy with the new title, Leaving the Darkness, because that's truly where most of us are at in some form or capacity. And we're just trying to find that guide to back to the light. And the, the impactful thing is once you start, once you take one small step, it, it pretty much barrel rolls into all the rest. You realize, wow, that, that actually was easier than I thought. And then you try something new or you level it up the next week. And then a year later, you don't even recognize the person you are. I do not recognize who I was back then. I don't even know if I could go back if I tried because I feel so good now. I feel good mentally, physically. I feel like I've stepped into something that was 
that darkness was directing me towards. Mm -hmm. And I want you to have those same tools. And um, the practical nature of it is it only takes one step. So one thing I'm doing as part of the launch is a 10 day practical step where every day you just try a little action that will turn into a habit. So we're not just talking about drink more water. We all know that. How do you drink more water? How do you create this mini habitual routine in which it's not painful, in which you don't even have to think of it anymore? Like you're saying, Ellen, it's almost like autopilot that our brain just does it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do 10 of those in which you can practically apply instead of just saying drink more water, eat an apple. Those books are out there. So um, this is a practical and proven way to start stepping into the best self. And once you once you start stepping, I promise you, you will feel better and it will just be automatic that you want more. It's a self-grown, a self-growth journey that reminds me of like a snowball, where the more that you do, the more that you want to do more. Yeah. So Kelly, is that something you're offering? to go with the launch so if people buy a copy of the book they can have access to that is that what you're saying actually actually that's a whole different one so the 10 day is is really just to prove that this can happen that you can transform that you can step into the light so that's going to be um short videos on youtube um there'll be quick quick links right off my website now if you buy a book and you can show the receipt there's actually a course of now what so I read this book and there is prompts of many moments inside, but now what do I do? What do I do first? What do I do after this book? Because I don't want it to go back on your shelf. I want you to step into your best self. So there's going to be a great 30-minute online course that's going to be directly emailed to you, along with a journal that is directly correspondence with the material in the book. So we're not going to put this book on our shelf. We're going to do something about it. And that's the whole point is... I can tell you and teach you and coach you, but if there's no action, nothing's going to happen. And I'll tell you this small step that you're going to do, even if you do one step, is going to be transformational. So with the book and showing your receipt that's on my website, you'll get an email, directly emailed online course to help you take that material and start, as well as a journal that is going to be corresponding with every little bit of the 40 tips and tools inside to help you begin this journey. Absolutely brilliant. So really, if someone's listening to this now, the best thing to do is to come to your website and um, leave their email address so that they can instantly get access to what's available now, but also they'll get an email, I'm sure, when the book is live on Amazon um, and details of that super offer about showing their receipt and having access to that course. Yeah. So just tell us your, your website details again. How can people get in touch with you? Yep. Um, so the best way and anyone that you know in burnout as well, please send them to your website, my website, because it is a personal journey. Some people will not speak about it. So it's good to just put it out there. www.kbtrainingconnections.com. Out there is those self-growth self -growth worksheets, which are the three P's we talked about. The book launch deal with the online course and the journal entry. And then, of course, my podcast is out there and other great services. Fantastic. So is the podcast, can they find the podcast um, away from the website as well? Are you on Apple or yep. what do they search? Yep. 
So the podcast is called Burnout Prevention Mentor, because I, even though people have called me an expert, I don't think that anyone is an expert in anything because this is a continual transformational journey. So I'm more of a guide getting you in the direction that you need to go connecting you with the right people. The podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Fantastic. And YouTube channel, what do they find you um, to, to follow you on the YouTube channel? Yep. The YouTube channel is KB Training Connections, or you can go to my website and there's direct click links there. Fantastic. And then the book, Heli Bubbles, Leaving the Darkness, A Proven and Practical Burnout Guide will be available on Amazon as paperback and Kindle. Um, fingers crossed from 16th of December. That's what we're aiming for. We're just agreeing the artwork on the cover today. So it is that, that close to the wire, but that's what makes it exciting. Okay, so one last question for you, Kelly, before we wrap up. In uh, less than two weeks' time, you will be a published author. And we both know how important it is when you've had a big goal and you're working towards it, sometimes there can be a, oh, after that. So it's good to have your vision going a little bit further. So what's next for you? Once the the launch has happened, I know you're going to be doing lots of speaking around it, lots of uh, interviews and and things around the book. But where where are you going from here? What's next for Kelly Bubbles? Yeah, so um, I because I'm already providing services and keynote speeches, workshops. I do a lot of conference sessions. And then, uh, of course, I do more focus groups for companies that are struggling with burnout. We do a small focus group to kind of work through that transformational journey. Those are all kind of booked already um, into 2023, far into it, which is great. But now um, we can add on to that. We can add in a book club. So we have these 40 tools and tips inside this book what can we do as a group to have that burnout community? What can we do so that we don't have to do this journey alone? And so I'm going to be stepping into more uh, community groups, book clubs, um, and workshops based off of some of that material. So there's not only just a tangible thing you can read, but we can act on it together. And you can kind of have this community that we grow with. So I'll be um, working on that material off of the book, and then continuing on with new workshops for conferences and new keynote speeches, I will be stepping a little bit more away from my leadership development courses, just because of the high demand on the burnout prevention and how organically that has grown and expanded. Um, and, and knowing that I've been through it, I feel like I owe to the message in that community um, that service over leadership development, which there's a lot more services available to people. Absolutely. And the, the two really there are compatible as well. That burnout eventually yeah. needs to be in the leadership training because for themselves as a leader, but also recognizing it in their workforce as well. Um, and setting up the environment to help prevent it. So I know that you're going to be very busy on the corporate side um, with your burnout prevention and uh, recovery as well. Ellie, it has been an absolute joy to have you in the room with us today. Um, any last messages to would-be authors, to people that maybe, like yourself, have gone through something transformational and they've got that little seed of, or perhaps people are already saying to them, you should write a book, you should write a book. What, what would you leave, what message would you leave them with? I would say, um, similar to what got me to finally write, is you had to go through that. 
you had to go through the long hours of research or that journey or that traumatic event. What if your book can prevent that for someone else, even just one person? It it will be worth all the work. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Kelly, it's been a joy. Good luck with the launch. Looking forward to Thank speak. you. Um, something in between our little cardboard cutout very, very soon. And um, everybody, please, we if not yourself, we all know someone who could do with Kelly's book. So please um, do go and visit her website. To say it one more time, Kelly, website. Yep. KBTrainingConnections.com. Okay, go find the website, sign up, get to hear when the book is out. And, you know, Kelly's absolutely right. People that are going through this often don't recognize it themselves. They don't see themselves from the outside. Um, you can be the one that spots the symptoms. Don't have to make a big deal of it. Just quietly leave them the book um, somewhere for them to find. And you may just have saved a life. I know you're not lazy. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here working on self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the adventure, and finding energy towards your new habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions. Check out videos on burnout tools to move from zombie mode to liveliness on my website. See you soon.